Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. An Erio's original. Tell me something, girl. Oh, you busy trying to fear that boy. What's that? I'm falling. <laughs> Who is and it? in the good times, I feel myself longing for change. Who is it? Shallow bitch. What's shallow <laughs> bitch? <laughs> A star is born. Kate Berlant that we're Hi. talking to. She does stand-up comedy. <laughs> if you don't know who she is, Google her. Because I don't want to do a whole, this is who this person is no. and this is what they do. Which, cause If it's you a don't know now, per- you never will. Right. And it, but the, it's. <laughs> I don't want to talk about what people do for a living because it defeats kind of the purpose of this podcast because it's like... Please. I've been a comic to watch for 15 years. It just what is like, it's not about know? what you do. Still it's about who off. you are and what you do. You yeah. are ta- You've taken... You, this is just a notch. This is just the beginning of the documentary Thank about you. Kate's Great. life. Okay, perfect. So, and this podcast will be in the documentary probably because it's like yeah, and we're filming a cornerstone milestone. Anyway, yeah. what I want to know about you, Kate, and what I think other people want to know, and the reason why we have to have famous people like you on the show so that we get listeners. Wow, which is like Imagine. I'm like anti-fame. Like I think that's like the new. That's like one of my new hobbies is like staying underground well then i'm the perfect guest (laughs) (laughs) but i want to know what you do in your life that it's purely for joy there's no agenda Mm. there's no money involved there's no like this is going to make me a better performer so i'm doing it or this will help me like network or like this can make me a better writer right i mean except for reading but we also read for pleasure so i'm not going to count that so I use hobby as sort of like a big term. Yeah. Because, you know. I love that. This is, a, and by the way, this is, it's very appropriate that I'm talking to you about this today because this is like a huge, I'm actually going through this right now in my life where I'm trying to be like, what the hell do I do that isn't tied to, you know, capitalism, careerism, right? prestige. Yeah. Money, property, prestige. And Well, I, I do buy property for fun. But aside from that, <laughs> I I own land as a joke. As yeah. a joke. <laughs> but um, no, I... Uh, That's what I mean by like filling the void. It's like, what do we fill our 
the hole in our heart with mm-hmm. that makes us happy. I mean, sometimes it is career and the money. Yeah. Sometimes it is the work, but it doesn't yeah. have lasting power. Mm-hmm. I find hmm. in terms of me filling my own hole, right? <laughs> it doesn't fill me up with self-esteem sperm yeah and i don't give birth to a spiritual baby when i fill my hole with the work yeah what spackles my hole yeah um well okay i have a question do you because listeners sweet listeners before we started i was talking about how i took um social media off my phone right because that is my only life and and hobby Hmm. it's is is horrifying internet addiction and lately i've been so aware of just how it's completely ravaged my focus where whatever so the point is no but i'm curious yeah like, is it about it's the aimless scrolling it's aimless like, scrolling not just your own stuff no no you, no you're just scrolling like looking at funny videos looking at other people's lives do you get fomo right right i don't well what's interesting is that i don't think of myself at okay i could talk about this forever but a I look at like I like I follow food accounts, right? And I'll be like, "Oh, recipes!" Like that's where I really can like go down the hole. And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, well, this is productive." Like I'm because cooking is like probably like my only hobby. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, "Oh yeah, looking at this." Huh. And then of course there, I I muted almost like everyone I know mm-hmm. because on Twitter on on Instagram you can mute people. Yeah, I had no idea. I muted most people because people who i love who i or know and i'm like they're great we've all lost our minds so we post like i don't want to ridicule people in my Mm -hmm. mind that i Mm -hmm. know or that i kind of know or who are like perfectly fine people Mm -hmm. but you can't help it when you look at people and i'm guilty of this we all are i'm like you look at someone post and they're like oops i did it again and it's like them like you're you're, hating on your own friends and you're just like it can so easily just create this like what the hell is wrong with you? Do you have no one in your life who could like like it does the the instrument of social media creates ridicule, anxiety, you know, all of these emotions. It's, it's you know, and I can be like, oh, it's a way to keep touch with people and see right. what they're up to. It's like, no, it's not right. It's so actually you quit it because it was making you feel like so negative. Yeah, it was kind of this low level, and it wasn't that overwhelming. It wasn't so overwhelming that I was like, oh, this is really toxic. Because I was like, no, I'm not looking at this and getting like horrifically jealous or comparing my life. But I just get in my head because I'm like, oh, wow, I used to be fucking smart. I'm like, oh, I used to read. Right. I used to like think. And now and I think because I'm already an anxious, obsessive person, it's really easy for me to just completely go there. And any moment that used to be filled with just like maybe staring, (laughs) just like literally just like looking out a window. Right. It has to be filled with the scrolling and right just like you're saying you don't like daydream because you have this no. thing in your hand and like, I, I mean I, I think it's truly evil I mean it's like behavior modification is what these these um you know like social media it's like huge corporations right hijacking our lives yeah and um modifying behavior it's just about highlighting people as consumers and I'm not even getting into like surveillance and all of that I just think it's like truly like a pox like yeah. it's actual cancer and i it's so depressing and i just like i have to like change my life because it it's just so sad i'm like oh i'm gonna be on my deathbed like i remember this one scroll i did right like it's like no and i think some people maybe there is a way to have a healthy interaction with it but for me and i've gone months where i don't look at it and i really enjoy that but then when i'm back i'm just fully back i have to i have to figure out how i can just like 
promote shows do right. the min- the bare minimum that like is kind of necessary yeah but then beyond that i gotta get out of there so interesting to me i find it very overwhelming yeah and so your daughter's account is the only account that actually brings me positivity and joy and it's like that's so nice but it's like oh well you can also just come over and see her whenever you want of course of course that's nice of you to say but even my i have an account an instagram account for mary for family yeah because my family is far away and so is paul and it just is easy It's like how i keep track of my cousin's kids and everything yeah but it still isn't like I don't want to brag when I say that I'm not addicted to social media. I believe you. I honestly believe you. (laughs) But I'm not. I'm still on it. And it's like the question is also like why can't like I remember Amy Poehler was once like you guys are still on these fucking social media things. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And it was like why am I still on it promoting my brand? I don't know what that means and i don't know if i have one and who cares like i'm yeah i don't know if anybody cares like i'm not well it's just like how do you like you're a creative person you're very productive it's like yeah making work but now that's bled so far into this like you know like the commodification of personality and it's like how do i like this like urge to brand which is like oh my god it just just doesn't have anything to do i mean i'm not saying I'm saying this as like my Instagram account and maybe not so much with Twitter because it's actually writing. But like, I don't know, my Instagram account, I don't think it has anything to do with what I'm capable of doing as a writer. Yeah. Like it just is so. Right, right, right. It's like what I wear on a certain day like is so doesn't mean anything in terms of like how I can get to work. But that's not I don't think that's what you're saying. It's I think it's toxic, especially when it comes to what we were, what I started this podcast today and we don't need to go down this road, but like Rosie O'Donnell wrote this book a couple of years ago called celebrity detox. And she wrote about how fame is also an addiction. Mm-hmm. And I really think it is. And I really think that uh, social media enables all of that. And it gets yeah. to this point where people like so many people are famous and it almost makes fame irrelevant because i don't know which is fine with me but it does make me want to it makes me a lot less interested in that and what other famous people are doing like people who have a bajillion gajillion followers on youtube and they're youtube famous and i don't even know anything about that world and and oh god i mean talk about like the most vile segment of culture and society. Right. It is like inextricably linked or I can't help but link it to this like horrifying world where that we're in that that yeah. is like, right. And then it immediately makes me sound like I'm 460, but that's, like, I don't care. That's like, fine, like, yeah. But I just feel like I think old is the new young. Oh my God. And offline is the new online. Right. And I, and by the way, I will stop talking about this soon because it is like boring. Like ultimately, like I want to talk to you about this, but it's not boring because I mean, I'm truly like, we need a revolution. Um, like, um, I we need like in huge amounts to revolu- get off these I'm social media platforms. That. Yeah. You said what? We need huge what? We need huge. I already forgot. We need hu- we need a huge amount of people to like get off social media because totally. you actually kind of can't do it alone. Well, it like, may- that's why Trump is president. It's because yeah. of Twitter. It's because of course. people. It was- it's like you're not going to bring down Trump on Twitter. Like Trump is Twitter. Trump is like- Twitter. <laughs> His, he's Voldemort. 
Everybody just kept saying his name. It manifested. Like, fears are wishes. Well, I just mean, like, lately I really have been thinking, particularly as I, like, try to take social media off my so out of my try? life okay i've done a couple times where i do like a month where i don't look at twitter or instagram mm-hmm. once i just completely don't look at it and what's always so fascinating to me is i immediately don't care don't miss it i would think that i'd be like oh like really craving it i just don't it feels like a relief right and it's easy ultimately and then you go back and you're like oh right i haven't missed anything what's that who who said you just that take thing? the app off your phone or you i delete it like i don't look at it on my lap like on my desktop computer either like right, I just, so your accounts are still there they exist but i just like they're deact i deactivated facebook right i mean a long time ago right i still go on sometimes like pr- promote like ticket sales for shows out of town or whatever but yeah i just take it off my phone and like right now i can access twitter and instagram on my laptop but if it's not on your phone, you're just automatically looking at it so much less. So right now, those apps are not on your phone. No. So what have you been filling that void with? Tracking my period on my phone. <laughs> no, <laughs> I <laughs> just like, um, okay, because so I'm like. is it the phone that's the problem or is it social media? It's social media. Because okay. if I'm not looking at social media, my phone just automatically, it's like, oh, I'm texting. and like, what? Looking at emails. Like, it's just right. so different. So I was actually going to ask you because I just like hiking count. Of course. Okay, great. So I actually today went on my second solo hike of my entire life. Okay. Oh, solo. Yeah. That's nice. And I'm like, that's my new thing. Do you want it? (laughs) Like, do you want to want it to be your new thing? Or are you like, I'm so excited that this is my new thing? It feels very good to me. Because also, I don't naturally love being alone hence the performer mm-hmm. <laughs> um i don't naturally love yeah standing like i'm like on walking <laughs> yeah I, well i'm just like i um i'm truly kind of an extrovert in the sense that i relax around people mm. like of course i enjoy time alone but i enjoy it in tiny bursts where i'm about to get lunch with a friend right, <laughs> you know what i mean right, like right. like i really don't and that's something that i want to like of course investigate i also don't want to overly investigate it it's like it's fine like i'm it's right. not like i'm like <laughs> like, like right. it's just like yeah i, I was an, i'm an only child I spent plenty of time like looking in the mirror alone in my room growing up and it was great. Right. But like now I'm like, where's my friends? You know, that's so funny. I how I spent so much time looking in the mirror when I was younger. I taught oh, myself how to do this. Oh, yeah. I just made like a little flower curly thing with I my tongue at her. I, I was looked in the mirror. Yeah. So yeah. That's so Is funny. it lip syncing or lip singing? It's lip sync, like syncing up. But lip I thought singing? It, was, it should be lip singing. I've always said lip singing. It, that, that's <laughs> fine. I, I think that it should be that. Okay. Well, I call it lip singing. Okay. Um, and I would lip sing in the mirror. <laughs> and, um, and try so hard to mat, like to make it in my brain. I'd be which like, I still do. I am I'm, Tiffany. I right. still do it in the mirror. And I'm like two inches from the mirror, yeah. like looking deep. And I'm like, you are incredible. Yeah. So. This today was your second solo hike. Yeah. How long do these hikes last? Today was actually two hours because I just oh. got kind of like. And How long by the way, it's the not other- like it's like rigorous for two hours. It's like hard for maybe twenty minutes, and then it's kind of just like oh. When did you go on the first hike? Okay, well, famously, right before the big rainstorm, we just got here in LA. So I went on my first okay. hike maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Oh, the rainstorm and was I, yesterday. No, the other one. Oh. Okay. Well. 
there was rain okay and so i went on the hike and i was like this is my new life i fell in christ i was like this is incredible and i was like i can't wait to get back on the trail and then rain 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 for like a straight week and then i was like well it's muddy i can't go out there it's muddy folks Mm. ever hear of shoes raincoat boots umbrella just no that's not my hike right no no and so the I actually chic. do need to get hiking boots and I would love anyone to send them to yeah. me. That's um, one of the questions <laughs> that I like to ask people is yeah. what do you wear during your hobby? Yeah. So what was your hiking outfit today? Well, I don't have like good like workout clothes. I refuse to invest. Mm, I don't. And so I have about workout clothes. <laughs> yeah. I, I wear like um these What'd incredible track pants actually that I love from Nike. Uh-huh. I guess they're track. Pants. What kind of hiking boots do you want? I just need something with more sturdy, more support. Because right now I have like kind of like floppy Nikes from like the twenties. Right. <laughs> I have some great ideas. I can yeah. Pull. Okay. Perfect. And then I just wear um actually like like a light windbreaker hmm. that invariably ends up tied around my waist, and um a hat that of course isn't big enough to fully shape my face. It's like only my eyes, which like I also hat? have to work on. Yeah. Does this outfit get you jazzed up to hike, or no. does, is it no? Do you think that you'd be more inclined to go on solo hikes if you had a hiking outfit? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I actually had a really cute one once. (laughs) What was it? What was cute about it was that I had like fun camp socks that Uh were kind of on top of my leggings. What's a camp sock? (laughs) Good question. Like the marbleized? Yeah, like Mm -hmm. exactly. And then I had um, this like great J. Crew fleece that I was debuting and then I had a fanny pack, Patagonia fanny pack. Oh, this sounds great. And I just felt like, like I looked in the mirror and I was like, there she is. Yeah. Like that's somebody who hikes. And it was, yeah. and I had barely ever hiked. I love that look. But yeah, it's just like. It's, you don't want to think about it. I don't want to overthink it. I want you to. Okay. No, no, no. I, I'm kidding. Send me a board. Okay. Because, um, <laughs> because I, but, but, but the hiking, it, it just, it's time alone where you just kind of can't be on your phone like it just doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and i like nature is my new thing because <laughs> i really right. felt like something has clicked for me truly in the last like year and a half where i was always like oh yeah outside i get it but part of me was always like looking at the trees going like oh it's amazing not or i was like i was like looking at nature and i was like oh wow i guess or i felt right. like everyone else was like having this like raw experience of nature and i was like for sure but instead i was like i want to go to the grove now yeah yeah yeah. like i wasn't like i could appreciate it but i didn't it didn't actually feel good to me and now suddenly i'm like oh i actually like being outside that's actually like actively good for me now how long was your first hike no judgments i'm just curious hour and a half just because it's just like distance it's yeah yeah yeah. what did you think about did anything come up did you notice anything new that inspired you to do more hikes the first time i was not listening to music i just was letting the white noise and like just looking was it boring well that's what shocked me no okay like i was like walking and then i was like oh i guess i could listen to music but then it was actually like i didn't feel the urge right and so you were just thinking different thoughts and yeah walking and it really just wasn't thinking about my career yeah <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but sort of like a meditation Mostly. yeah and then and you're just then, like, oh, yeah, like things come up. Like, that's what right. I feel like right now as I'm kind of like trying to be militant about like not just like going on social media just to like check in. It's like, oh, yeah, just like let your mind actually wander. Like, that's where ideas come from. Mm-hmm. Ideas are do not probably come from 
just endlessly consuming these images right yeah and you can kind of think like oh yeah well that's like part of it like for me like well i'm you know i'm in media like i need to see what's out there i need to see what the conversation's about and i'm kind of like actually i kind of think i don't right and i and i feel like so much like growing up i still have kind of an embarrassing like there was so like so much comedy or so much stuff i just like haven't seen or never did see like what i don't know i just feel like a lot of like the great stuff like i'm always like oops forgot to see it like be brave say one. Oh, like okay like <laughs> honestly like snl like heyday snl stuff i just like kind of haven't seen like the not ready for primetime players <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> i saw chris farley i had the chris farley dvd of snl which i loved yeah so i devoured that is that what you mean by heyday is but, that kind that's kind no, of I, I, I don't know i just feel like people are re- reference like Honestly, Monty Python. I've like have Monty not Python seen. Monty Python is for boys. Yeah, God Let's bless you. First, yeah. say that. Yeah. So is um, Caddyshack. Oh yeah. And I had to. I guess what a hmm. boy came to my house in the seventh grade to watch Caddyshack, and I had to pretend to like it. Totally. I just remembered. It's the biggest. It's like one of the most number one. I just remember things we pretend to like, so boys will like us. You just completely flashed before my eyes, watching it in my parents bedroom on the floor with this boy going to the bathroom he's like i'll pause i'm like don't worry about it and just like look staring at myself in like my parents bathroom mirror just like what am i gonna do <laughs> goes back to looking at ourselves in the mirror yeah i think chevy chase in general is for boys yeah and i frankly i think bill murray is too oh my god wow that is it. subversive careful careful it's not a diss. No, no, no. I no, I completely what know was. what you're saying. This is a whole other podcast, which I would love to get into. It's just like, what's... What do we pretend to like? Yeah, what, what do we pretend to like? What books have we pretended to re- have read? Yeah, yeah. I know mine. All of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Heart is a, Lonely, is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers. Oh, sure. I've lied about having read that many times. Yeah. But I feel like the lie makes for a brave statement and Mm -hmm. i can always change it by reading it yes but it is like a thing like that was more to impress like college students when i was in college and less about dudes yeah but god i didn't like dinosaur jr until i was in my 30s oh my god but i had to pretend to for so long and sometimes the pretending actually makes you like it right or like or like for example like i do love pavement yeah. But like I was like, of course, there was like a cool boy who like pavement. And I was like, for sure. And so then I started listening to pavement. But then I actually really did. Lo- I do love pavement. <laughs> but but um, I, I didn't like the else? Celtics until yeah. I went out with you Greg mean, Johnson. You mean, you mean like the, the sports team? team? Oh, God. I like got so into it because I was obsessed with That's him. That's so funny. I don't know. That's like a hot sports. I don't even like getting into what your crush is on. Oh, of course. Oh my god, the amount of fucking jazz I listened to. Stop jazz. Well, here's what's funny. Wait, what? There Who? was a period. By the way, I do love jazz, but there was a period where I thought that if I played jazz, no one could touch me. Like if I had jazz playing, oh my god. then no one could lay a finger what on my mean? taste. I just I like 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 I remember very specifically being at Bard College, uh-huh. okay, and um, something happening where like I was had people over like in my room, and I we were like smoking weed and hanging out, and I was like 
what music am I going to play for these pretentious assholes, right? Like, how am I going to show them? Also, I wanted a boyfriend, right? Uh-huh. I was like, how am I going to get someone to, like, kiss me, think I'm cool? Like, how's this going to happen? And so I put on jazz. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I remember specifically after, like, two hours of hanging out and, like, getting drunk with, like, you know, 19-year-olds, mm-hmm. I remember this guy laying on my bed and being like, so you really like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, like, frozen. I was like yeah and but Are, also you really? that did force me into now there is a lot of jazz i do love and that's cute yeah. but we're at the time were you not really into it i think i just was like oh like miles davis like bitches brew like that's like an important <laughs> album i'll play that i was like pharaoh sanders is like a really cool and i love pharaoh sanders but i was like oh yeah that's like cool and then that's like i think maybe the only that's like one of the best things probably about aging is that like you just are fundamentally less interested in being cool right and what other people I think mean, of what you like yeah that's the, like my hair is in a clip right now and for me that's <laughs> a huge indication of maturity yeah that my hair is up like this is such a sign that i've come a long way yeah i i agree yeah what music no holds barred yeah did you listen to on your hike today oh honestly my like discover weekly <laughs> Oh, did you, you know, discover anything? Um, probably, but I just like like. You look it really into music. I am into music, yeah, but don't ask me what I listen to. No, that's fine. But like, <laughs> do you go to see like bands? Um, it's something I used to do a lot, and I got away from it, and I want to start doing it more. Honestly, you do. I Truth. really appreciate you saying that because as soon as you said that, I was like, no, no. And I went to a lot of shows because it was like I wanted to like make out. Right, yeah. And so, like, you go because you're like, oh, like, there's going to be, like, interesting guys here. Yeah, of course. And you want to, like, dress up and, like, whatever. Yeah. But I, there is something about when that leaves. And I still do enjoy seeing music. And I love, mm. I do see music with my partner. Mm. Um, But I am also, like, I'm phobic about, like, oh, my God. So we have to wait in a six-hour line. Mm. You have to get there 45 hours in advance. There's no water. <laughs> and I'm not, I, I can't even <laughs> believe that like, you in, would go as far as to say you enjoy seeing music live. I don't. This is why you're just the coolest. <laughs> Honestly, you just really are. It's um, so boring. In comedy, you do a lot of festivals, right? And you invariably do music. I think I said, this is my second time saying invari- invariably in this podcast. I didn't notice. But um, you do music festivals. And... I have seen good music. Okay, who have I seen live that was great? Rihanna live was unbelievable. Yeah, that actually, Rihanna fun. is actually how you heard this is the correct pronunciation. Rihanna? It's Rihanna. Oh. Anyway, Rihanna well, was did amazing. Did you have seats or did you stand? I had a freak thing where I was invited by like a fancy friend. So I had like wild box seats, whatever. Yeah, that's the only way to yeah. do it. VIP. Yeah. And then I really, I saw Kanye and it was, it was, that was an amazing show. Also sitting? I was on like general admission on the floor and he was on the platform. Right. Did you have to stand? I was standing. I saw Kanye once. Yeah. And it was like at a little like hole in the wall before he was big. Wow. JK. (laughs) (laughs) He, but it was early in his career and it was kind of like a secret show or something. And I went with my friend Jen and it was awesome and fun, but we had to stand and we had to stand for a long time before he went on. Well, that's the thing. I just saw John Mouse, who was like my big celeb crush. Who's that? He's like, um, John Mouse, he's like a... Is he DJ? No. He's like an electronic... Oh. It's like just him and he just like jumps up and down and it's... And he's like incredibly hot. And okay. Like, 
and like an academic like kind of a wild intellectual oh truly like a comedic influence i'm actually realizing because i used to watch videos of him and he would oh, just like be ranting about like he's been around the forever pop music forever no he, he's like with like ariel pink kind of like oh, those okay. guys but he he's very special but i went i went to go see him live recently he had some great openers of course now the names won't come lunch lady was one of them but um but i had to stand for because of course the show starts at eight he's a on lot at of eleven thirty. that it's nonsense I want to get back to talking about stuff that we do yes, like. Yes. But seeing live music was probably a hobby of mine as well when I was younger. And now yeah. I just don't. I I totally I don't, hear you. I don't have the feet for it. I'm se- <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> I am seeing Robin in a few weeks, which it's I'm excited fun. about. I know one song. But here's one thing to say. <laughs> I, know, I know, honestly, not, not much either. Here's what I'll say. This is a true indication. Recently, uh, recently yesterday, like so a friend was posting this band great band i was like that'll be a fun show and i'll like buy two tickets i'll take a friend like that'll be worth seeing i went to ticket fly or whatever i was all prepared to check out and there was like a problem with my card or like it wouldn't do it and i just abandoned and that's uh, how you know Ticketfly, that you don't really need it i'm gonna say this right now ticket fly getting tickets online is broken yeah this and I don't I'm timing it I'm timing this podcast I don't want to go into a huge thing about it but Bikini <laughs> Kill is doing a reunion show. I know they're my favorite band yes so that you're gonna go to yes I actually thought of you yeah but you in did. order for me to get tickets I set a timer yeah tickets go, went on sale like I don't remember like 9 a.m. Well, I checked and they were sold out but I was like oh are there more yeah I went on as soon as they went on sale the ticket thing fly wouldn't work and they were it was sold out in three minutes. And I'm like, the internet has ruined seeing live music because scalpers buy those yeah. tickets and then charge two hundred dollars a ticket. Bikini Kill isn't getting that money. They're so just getting the forty dollars. There has to be a better way. So then they added more shows and they gave like um a code to people, to fans, so that they can get tickets before well, I they actually code. go on sale. Well, I have an extra ticket, I think. That you can give to you. I would love to go to that show. It just is like, I don't know. I was so frustrated that I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to see Bikini Kill now. Scalpers ruin the scene. Yeah. If you're a scalper and you're listening to this. I hope you fucking can't buy tickets one day. Yeah. And then you see. And then you really know how it feels. But rapid fire hobbies. Yeah. The hiking. Okay. So the um, hiking. uh, The Grove. Erewhon. Before you started hiking two weeks ago, would you Mm -hmm. say cooking? I can hardly even remember two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I I do love to cook. Every day do you cook? Pretty much. Really? And not like, oh, I'm making elaborate tagines every day. Right. But like. How come you like it? Just the raw interaction with produce. I'm curious <laughs> because I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much yeah. that it's a problem. Right, right, right. It actually does bring me tremendous pleasure. And everything I'm going to say just sounds so obvious, but like, it's meditative. Like, it truly is, it? is. Like, I really like, like, chopping and I like, and like, vegetables are pretty. Like, I just, it really feels what, nice to do. Do you listen to music when you cook? I'll listen to music or I'll listen to literally the Goop podcast sorry what do they talk about on goop just like i it is wild how many of the goop podcasts i've listened to so sometimes and by the way it's not gwyneth interviewing sometimes it is and those ones are like oof. but it's her her chief content officer i believe her name is elise lunin lunin Mm -hmm. she'll interview like different doctors or like relationship like therapists and Mm -hmm. stuff and some of them are really good you know it's like everyone from like esther perel is on it Mm -hmm. to like 
someone who's like, here's why you shouldn't eat short grain rice or whatever. And I'm mm. on the edge of my seat. Really? I could care less about that's a hobby for me. I do right. um, you care about food and yeah and healthy things. Yeah, and I mean stuff like that. I'm into that. I do, like I love this. I'm like ooh lectins, like something toxic and like nightshades. I'm interested in poison, <laughs> <laughs> but more of like how people have used it to kill people in history. <laughs> I only listen to true crime podcasts. I need some I more only recommendations. Watch murdery actually. things. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But I wish, I wish that I could find like the meditative aspect of cooking. I find it to be messy, boring, the, yeah, the tiring, yeah. not knowing what I'm doing. And so am I cutting this right? Right making is this too much is this too little i don't like wasting food it's yeah. a jewish thing it's not an environmental thing yeah. i wish i could say that it was but it's yeah. a jewish thing and i what do you make nothing because i hate it so much right, right. but i guess when i do make like i'll start with something simple that you probably make a lot which is like a salad yeah i don't believe that like anyone's ever finished a salad it's like you take 20 bites and you haven't made a dent in the salad. Like they're just there's always so much salad and it's they're so hard and but awkward are you to adding eat. like because I love to do a salad, but I'll like roast up some vegetables, throw that in there. Some seeds. Yeah, they fall to the bottom. Roasting is like That's a true. I'm, I, I'm a roaster. I'm roasting every day. It just Almost. sounds so boring. I know. I well, sometimes it does feel food. very tedious. You have such a one, one of the um, most renowned and interesting inter relationships with food, though. I know, and I, but it almost is problematic for me because I would rather not think about it, and then I'm just really hungry, <laughs> and I and I get crazy and I get anxious. I can't be hungry. It's very very. Uncomfortable. I have like snacks in my purse right now. I'm, I'm I, one of those people that just can't be hungry. Trust me, I tried to starve myself in high school, and I just was like, no, oh, I, I can't do this. But snacking is also like. <laughs> Like I'll bring snacks in my purse all the time and I have snacks in the car and like I yeah. have to, but it, it's not enough. Like I need to eat more square meals and I also yeah. have a mouth to feed. Right. And I want her to eat well and healthy and it's just That's so stressful. boring that I don't even want but to talk about But also it this. doesn't, you do not need to care about cooking. Like that's completely fine. Like don't have any, you shouldn't feel shame or guilt about like not being interested in food and not cooking and not wanting to like that's completely fine completely fine 
I wish I had that thing that so many people I know have. Like, yeah. Making something. Like Chelsea's like, oh, I just made this quiche. I'm eating these like mashed potatoes with roasted potatoes, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, you roasted something? Doesn't that take <laughs> like eight hours? Yes. But you walk away. Yeah. Maybe, you know, it could be, and I, I'm sorry, but maybe, do you have a slow cooker? Mm-hmm. Crock pot? I don't really use a slow cooker. I've, I have one. I've used it a couple of times, but that's a like easy way to like touch a button and like walk away and not think about it. And then you have, and then you have like 20 years worth of stew. Like what even <laughs> is stew? Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I know that this is your hobby and I, I don't I think feel I get so anxious because I do feel shame or I do feel yeah. like I'm missing something that I wish it would be so convenient and helpful for me in my life. If I right. was into it, it would fill a void mm-hmm. that I but, feel by like vaping. Right. But you also, you do use, you paint, you make things like that's right. It's so that, that is part of it though. Like, but the cooking stuff, I don't know. I, I hear you because I have friends that like could not care less about cooking. They're like, it's a waste of time. It's messy. I'm like, I get it. Does Andy like it too? I'm forcing him to start cooking. Cause I was Why? like, I actually, cause I was like, I actually want to cook with you. Like I don't, cause naturally I just end up, being well, the one who's cooking like no but he kind of does <laughs> you don't want to, one of your hobbies is not being alone and you don't want it and That's you don't want to do it alone. but it's different but I'm like, I'm like i'm not interested in like gender division of labor and like i don't want to be like the one who's like always the one cooking right but if he if you're forcing him to like it no but he does okay uh. drop it <laughs> no no i'll be like i'll be like because i am controlling in the kitchen so i'll be like chop this yam cube it cube it cube it and I'll teach him how to cube it. And then guess what? He cubes it. And I'm like, great. Now I don't have to do that. It's helpful. But I, because I love cooking. So I'll cook. And then he does all the cleanup. And that for me, that's so fair. Because I'm like, do the dishes. Yeah, yeah. No, all of this is fair. But if you're no, but like, no, I'm I, asking him to cube it. Yeah. I don't have to do it. But don't you like doing it? It's not like he's, I'm always making him do it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, let's make a charmoula together. What's that? It's a North African pesto. I'm so mm. glad you asked. But mm. it's really easy. And I mean, truly, I'll just tell you right now, get out your food processor, handful of cilantro, handful of parsley, olive oil, cumin, paprika, salt. Here's like the fancy things you put in like half a preserved lemon, you know, mm-hmm. and then where do you get a preserved lemon cookbook or Gelson's like, okay, Gelson's okay, okay. or Whole Foods anywhere. Whole Foods couldn't be further from anybody. I know you can get you you can find it. Okay. okay. I promise. And then you just pulse that up and it makes this like really nice pulse? kind of pesto. Pulse oh, it in, in your food processor. And then you can pour that over a fish, wrap it up in parchment paper, put it in the oven. 13 minutes later, uh huh. dinner. A fish. A fish. How do you... D- I don't want to talk about it. Okay, yeah. It's not you. It's me. I'm That's getting fine. stressed. Like, okay, so now I how do I do the you- fish? I broil it. I put it in the broiler. Mm-mm. Just in the oven. Like, what do you do with the eyeball part? No, no, no. This isn't a full fish. It's like a cut. <laughs> I haven't graduated to like brands. I'm also, yet. I'm also scared to go up to the counter to ask the person behind the counter at the butchery. Oh, terrifying! Right, like a quarter pound of. Oh, it's what so is scary. That? I was recently talking about this. I've humiliated myself. The other day, I went to McCall's. Sorry to be so local, but I truly panicked because I asked someone. I was like, "Oh, is this fish?" I forgot what was it. Um. Oh, it was actually, I was asking about their eggs, if they were pasture-raised, because I 
try to only consume pasture-raised eggs. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was like, oh, you know what? I think they are. I'm going to go check for you. Also, because I just was curious about price comparison. I was right. like, well, these are, you know, this yeah. price. They better be pasture-raised, honestly. I'm not going to buy them if they're not. And then it was taking too long, whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to buy them. And I was like, I don't know what to call. So I was like, oh, your colleague was going to check on these. I called him his colleague at the butcher. <laughs> and it was so. Im- well, that's that's nice. I think it was fine. Coworker. But oh. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, your colleague was in the back. I know checking. that is such an anxiety and inducing felt, situation. I'm and like, I, and I left your I was kind like, sir friend. Like, I have no idea. What and at to that say. butcher, like everyone's hot. Right. I know. It's another reason why I'm scared to go in there. I know. I'm like. Why are you being mean? At cookbook, I like have <laughs> to go in wearing like overalls, clogs, and a straw hat and like my own tote bag. So they like think I know that I'm like I'm there for three hours. I'm a here day. for the celery. Yeah. I'm there for I love the cookbook. lasagna. I'm there every day. I'm there for the pre-made things. But like I'll gander like a lemon and like so that they think I belong. One time, not to brag, this is a huge brag. When I started going to cookbook, one time I went up there with my basket. And she, she literally, the woman at the checkout, she was like, wow, what a cool, she's like, what a cool assortment of things. Oh, my God. And I'm not Ugh. kidding. I was like, I will now donate $10,000 to you. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, I hereby swear to be here spending $70 every three hours for 10 years. That is like a brag. That's it like was such a, a major moment. It was incredible. Moment. And then, okay, yeah. I have one more cookbook brag, yeah. which is that it was like the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I, the line was insane, yeah. understandably. And all I wanted was a couple flowers. And the woman saw me and she was like, is that what you're getting? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I owe you. She was like, just pay next time. And I was Stop. like, is this a small country town? Do I live in a village? Am I a villager? <sighs> that is the coolest moment ever because people probably thought you were friends with her. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'll just I owe you. I was like, <gasps> that's so cool. But that's the thing about cooking is that also it's like it, it saving money. Well, I was sure. doing like a food delivery thing that just went out of business. And what was it called? Ho- uh, Muntry dot com. <laughs> it was amazing, and they just Muntry. Fold- yeah, they <laughs> saved my life that for funny? the past year. Really? And Great. they just folded. Why did they, why did they fold? I don't know. I guess they didn't have enough money. It was like individual meals or like for three people or whatever. I don't know how it individual works. meals, drinks, desserts, snacks. Wow. Pri- it was great, wow. great food. Great. But now they went out You'll of business and my whole one, life sure. has changed. So what else are you interested in besides cooking and hiking? The mall. Like the Grove? Yeah. I, for whatever reason, if I'm stressed out, like I'll just go to the Grove. Yeah. And here's what's the worst part. I think it makes me more anxious, <laughs> but I still can't tear myself away. And so Erewhon, this is like adjacent to cooking. Right. But like Erewhon does something to me. I can easily like lose an hour just looking at different like brands of like millet or whatever. Right. And it really feels soothing to me. Like I am a consumer. It's like awful, you know, like Why? It's, or you know what I mean? It's like I can I like supermarkets. I like grocery stores. Like I wow. really like that. Of course, sometimes I'm like, God damn it, I have to go to the grocery store. But like, I like it. Right. Like, I love being like, look at this market. I I totally identify with that. If I go someplace to peruse and not shop, I'm very at peace and mesmerized and in the beauty of just like looking at products. Yeah. And I love, I love buying things. Yeah. But... I have a very, very hard time shopping because I get really I overwhelmed. Hate sh- I hate shopping. I hate shopping. 
I can't, I have meltdowns in supermarkets. I have oh, to eat supermarkets. Yeah, even but I, and you know I I'm a clothes horse. Yeah, see I hate shopping for shopping even for clothes, for clothes stresses, me stresses me out now. Really, because it's very overwhelming. I especially a place that has a lot of stuff. I have to eat a full meal before I go. Oh, of course, that's number one, and you know that that's like. You need, As like, I said, potatoes. a struggle for me. Yeah, I need like pasta, potatoes, heavy starches, and coffee. And oh yeah, to go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer no one to be with me. Oh, interesting. Sometimes I can go with a friend, and it's really fun. Where and I'm talking go? about all general kinds of shopping. I mean, the supermarket. Where I... do you go for clothes? <sighs> well, I also have that same thing where, like, the mall can I can sometimes like zone out and just like have a nice time at the mall so I'll go to like Zara or H&M and then I really like Squaresville Mm -hmm. I just picked up a check from there because I commissioned or consigned a couple things yeah I like Painted Bird I have like a lot of Painted Bird is cute yeah and then it's cheap it's It's cheap I like um, recycled clothes so I like consignments and vintage same because it is not only is it cool I think, but also it's better for the environment. I gave up Zara last year. It's so smart. I actually, I gave up Topshop and Zara. I haven't set foot in a Topshop or a Zara in I've over I've definitely year. gotten... Not to brag. Brag. No, that's really good. My Zara, I don't do that much Zara for myself anymore, but like the kid, for the kid stuff. Oh, yeah. I really try not to. Yeah. Kid stuff should all be secondhand. Yeah, it's, Absolutely. The biggest waste. You mean because they grow out of it in four seconds? In four seconds, there is so much of it. And it's actual garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's a cute top that is just going into landfill. That's how I feel about like a lot lately. Little things, people stocking stuffers and like little tchotchkes and whatever. And I'm not even like environmentalism isn't a hobby, but maybe it will be. You're interested in poison and trash. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no but i the trash thing is totally real i also find myself like more just like uh like the waste of just being alive is like oppressive at times just like jesus christ like just the amount of yeah of trash and and i don't mind going shopping with other people but i get a little anxious when like they're done looking first oh no that's terrible you yeah. can't have that and <laughs> It's okay if the person can is able to self-entertain and doesn't <laughs> mind. But I like to go at my own pace and I don't like to have a codependent relationship. But the supermarket and food stores, like, I mean, even though like Silver Lake, the Silver Lake Gelson's is like the max fish mm-hmm. of I know. LA. I don't really go there much. Also, it's just so expensive. It's not the depre- max fish. That's so funny. No, but Gelson's. It's not depressing. No, no. There's a sweet kind of like neighborhood feeling. Yeah. So. I was like, oh, I want to save money and go to Albertsons, but it's so, or Vons, which is less depressing, but they're so depressing. Flea markets also overwhelm me. And I love a flea. I know. Well, not to brag, but actually I've been going to the farmer's market on Sundays in Hollywood. Like waking up. that's my new life. You wake up like mad early. I wake up at four. No, (laughs) I, um, no, I go at 10, 30, 11. In Hollywood, but what about the one that's right here in Vermont? Well, the one that's in Silver Lake is right by my house, but it's just they don't have a lot. Um, and I love going on Sundays and getting stuff for the week. That's cool. What else do you do? 
That's so it. you like food, <laughs> looking at food, preparing food. Yeah. Do you like watching comedy? No. You don't? Watching comedy? Or like, I don't know, are you like interested in comedy? It's hard for me to... I guess I watch comedy. Do you mean like live comedy or just mean like movies and TV oh, and stuff? in general. Like as someone who likes, enjoys laughing. Yeah. And I guess one would say that I'm a comedy writer, even though I think it's like dark comedy. I don't ever really. I don't know. Watching um, like comedy shows. Watch or, comedy stuff. I don't. Or um, listen. And I, I just, I'm curious if other people do, especially I, comedians. I don't. I also think that one of your hobbies is skincare. Mm-hmm. Which one time we were having a conversation with a friend and this is a specific moment where it was three women. We were talking about our skin and this girl who we're friends with and we love and I and she was like, I feel like this is such a cliche topic for women to talk about. Like she felt and you and I I both got very defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Because and I know that like we're winding it down and we only have four minutes left. (laughs) But I don't think we should be ashamed of the stuff that we're into, especially oh, I if, agree. It's, if we if it's cliche, like I sometimes it's like I relate to like fucking Joan Crawford like dunking her face in ice water. Yeah. Like every morning. I'm like what? there's like what kind of a, I was gonna say like I guess you call like internalized misogyny, but this like need to distance yourself from those concerns or like, right. or do, like I feel like the way that great gal was like like her judgment about us talking about like sharing like oh i like this skin it's like this cleanser or whatever it's like no it's fine and also like it's just a very real part of being like a femme presenting like woman is like you're fucking interested in serums right or just a person who likes who cares what their face looks like and wants to take care of themselves like for for me to like worry so much about whether it's cliche or not or we should be talking about something that has more depth. It's like, well, now I just feel ashamed. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm fighting against as a woman is yeah. to like not feel ashamed about anything that I talk about, be it shallow Barbie dolls, lipstick, yeah. what fucking ever. And to think about comparing it to what dudes think about or talk about is giving away my feminist power to them well totally it's also suggesting that what men are talking about or concerned with is inherently more right and substantial or and it's like men literally don't have friends right men like don't have friendships they don't care about their bodies tell us they don't know what lotion python yeah they're actually talking about like et they don't know what lotion is like star wars they don't know what what anything is because women are like brush your teeth this is lotion go tell your friend that you're sad Right. Um, this is like medicine. maybe you should go like walk around the block or whatever. Right. Like women are the caretakers, but the reason for everything. Yeah, but I'm just like no women like typically in like heterosexual relationships. Beyonce said it best: "Who run what? the world, girls? Yeah, squirrels, squirrels." <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it's true, and I like that you're interested in skincare. Also, oh, not only because your day. skin is gorgeous. Oh my but god. It is, but it's inspiring, and I don't know. It's just throwing that out there as one of your interests. Oh, I love talking about. I recently here's something. I oh here's a hobby. I've been loving watching old Martha Stewart, like Martha Stewart Living. Hmm. 
oh my god it's so soothing and i got her first book it's called entertaining mm-hmm. and that's my main hobby that's my number one hobby so interesting but like i love and that is absolutely like my mother's influence because my mom amanda is, loves that too is an amazing cook an amazing like dinner party like throws the best dinner parties like hosting and that i love that and that you don't to do me it that is, much i know unless i'm not invited you're not invited <laughs> well i you know i don't have the space but um, <laughs> you do, but you i need to space. thank you no I, I love my space no but i don't do like dinner like that's something because it is a lot of work right like and dinner parties like we've like i guess recently we've had maybe but it's like one couple or like two couples right it's not like oh here are 10 people right right like i'm starting small but i love that and like martha stewart's first book entertaining is just wild and i love looking at it so what does she say aside from like this is what we're cooking or whatever you know well it's a relic of a certain era absolutely and it's it's like super like a relic of a certain class because it's just like right but i love um I love like the that kind of like painstaking attention to detail and this idea of as she says like if you're having this kind of a party maybe go to your local um, nursery and see if you can rent certain plants like you don't have to buy them you can just have you know it's like stuff like that it's like oh wow and like environment and like homemaking like that to me is really and like homemaking or making a space that's like aesthetic is such a highly feminized considered almost frivolous right kind of concern and i'm like no that is like the highest art of life is like making your environment like beautiful and inviting and like safe and like feeding people and like having like giving experiences to people safe for your family friends and community i mean it's like you know in the ten commandments like love thy neighbor been meaning to read that (laughs) (laughs) but that is really nice and i do think that's my that's That's what i want to master do you have a hobby that you wish you could have like do you have like a fantasy hobby exercise right i have never in my life been able to attach to exercise that's why i'm also kind of excited about the hiking thing because i'm like this is exercise right i'm not pouring sweat it's not like but i've never found something that i can do i feel like i am secretly athletic Mm mm-hmm but I just, that's the thing that, like, that's my, like, what you talk about cooking, that's what I have people that work out. People that are like, oh, well, I worked out. I'm like, so you had six extra hours? Right, right, You needed right, right. an hour to get there, an hour to get back, yeah. an hour to work out. Then you have to shower. You have to do laundry. Ugh. I was like, you're waking up at five? Right. What the hell are you talking about? Right. I And I, I do get, like, and I do feel like I'm that- being, like, left out. And, like, everyone's in on this, like, secret right. life. And I'm like. How do you work out? Right. And like the other people at the gym, like, are you friends with them? Because like, I remember like there was a period of time in New York where I was like, I'm signing up for Crunch. I went to Crunch. I went to Dolphin, which is a gym for taxi cab drivers. (laughs) 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 It's called Dolphin. Do you know Dolphin? Yeah, because it was on Ludlow, wasn't it? It was right by there. Yeah. And I there's like a few Dolphins. And after like two weeks, someone was like, "Why the hell do you go to Dolphin?" And it was like a base. I was in a basement on a treadmill watching TV with no windows, and I was like, "I gotta go." I was at Dolphin. It was like a hundred dollars a year. It was like the cheapest gym. I was like, "This is perfect for me." You got a free training session, and I'm not kidding you. The trainer told me. I was obese. <laughs> By the way, I That's was maybe awful. I was like maybe like ten pounds heavier than I am now, but I certainly was not obese. And he literally was like, "I'll never forget." He goes, "Well, technically you are obese." And I, I laughed. I was like, I was like, I like laughed. I was like, 
I mean, I know I've like could stand to lose a couple, I guess, but I mean, I was like, come on, I'm not obese. He was like, technically, you are. That's so not. And then, true. and then I still let him like stretch me out. <laughs> yeah, there was like at crunch. I just remember <laughs> it being like going in to crunch. So there are those bars that you have to go through the turnstile. There's a turnstile. Oh yeah, and like at Oster. I think so. There was something like if I didn't have the right thing, then like something would beep or like I couldn't get past the turnstile. And it was so anxiety inducing because if you bump against a turnstile in general, it's so embarrassing. But like everyone there just was so it was like they were all friends with each other. They felt like everyone knew each other except for me. And then there was like giant yoga balls and like people knowing what to do on a giant the knowing yoga what to ball. do is 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 so stressful and like that's why it's like i i will never belong to a gym like yeah. i actually once after like i was like in my early 20s i was like you know classic breakup i was like i'm like gonna join a gym like fuck it i'm just gonna do it and so i was working at this place and the equinox was nearby so i joined right. and i went like a lot for two months and then i was like oh i hate this yeah and equinox makes it so that it's it makes it impossible to break out of your contract. Yeah. So I ha- it's one of my proudest moments, what I did to break out of it. So they're like, you can only break out of it if you doctor, like, you know, proof of injury or like relocation of a job somewhere where there's no equinox. And I was like, that's my excuse. So I called them and I was like, I'm going to have to break my contract. And I, and they were like, okay, what's going on? And I was like, well, I'm going to live at sea. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be living on a on a boat. And, and they were like, what do you mean? I was like, it's plain language. I'm going to live at sea so I can no longer. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to need like a letter of employment or like some kind of. And I was like, I don't have that. I was like, and they were like, okay, well, about your mail. I was like, well, it's in the, it's the ocean. I'm going to be on a boat. So I'm not going to be receiving mail. And they couldn't prove that I was lying. And they, and they were, they broke my contract. That's so smart. Everyone who's listening to this, take note. Take it. Gems in your face. Just say, loophole I'm alert. In the ocean. I want to write a I book about you a- loopholes. Yes. Because I have some others that I honestly don't want to go public with. Okay. I guess I'm a scammer. <laughs> I love hobby. scams. I'm good with scams. Oh, we're going to have to have a part two. <laughs> but I don't scam. I love scamming. But I, of course, I just want to say for the record, I do not scam small businesses. Mm-hmm. I do not scam individuals. I scam corporations with pleasure. I think that that's like a whole, I can't, I'm so upset that we're just bringing that up now. You're going to have to, I'm going to have to have a subscription service. People need to pay for my scams because they're good. Oh my God. My travel scams. Ah, uh, can we have another one? Can we do Kate Berland part two? Of when course. you're ready, of when course. you're willing. I understand if you don't want, no, you don't have Here's to Here's a micro scam. Okay. Just give us one more and then we'll be out. Okay. Well, I recently booked... And I guess you could call this a small business, but here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> I booked um, a night away for me and my sweetheart, mm-hmm. right? The hotel. And by the and this hotel, they're not short of business. Okay. Right. They've got people coming. So they had a eight day cancellation policy where if you didn't, conf- if you had to cancel within eight days, you had to pay for a full one night of, of a stay. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's ridiculous. So one thing led to another. I knew I was going to have to cancel Oh, oh, literally my boyfriend got sick like right. two days before. Whatever. The point is. And they were like, well, unfortunately, we do have to charge you full. This was, this was actually like three calendar days before the reservation. Right. So what I did was I, I moved the reservation. Ugh. 
a month out. I was like, how about the same date, the following month? And they were like, yep. <gasps> then I canceled. Oh, my God. Like the next week, waited it out. It's like it never happened. Let's. Is that not a good scam? Respect that gangster with a moment of silence. <laughs> That's so, thank you for that. I'm going to tell you a scam after we stop recording. Okay. Sorry, suckers. If you guys want to call in to, and tell me about your hobbies, you can call 1-800-FILLING-THE-VOID. JK, that's not (laughs) a thing. I just wanted to say it, but don't you wish it were a thing? I do. Um, I don't know. This is the end of the podcast. This was so great. Thanks for listening. Oh, I could talk to you for 16 hours. And we will. Great. Caperland.com. Yeah, I was just going to say. Okay. Caperland.com. I don't update it. It's almost worthless, but check it out. Want to talk to Leslie about how you fill your void? Call us toll free at 844-370-VOID or email at fillthevoidpod at gmail.com. Filling the Void is produced by Erios with special help from Kat Hong and music by Michael Cassidy. Never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't want to feel another time. How do you do vibrato? Don't want to start another fight. You do have a good voice. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 